Welcome back to the show, my darlings. On today's episode of the podcast, I talk about synchronicities. I story tell a little bit about a very spontaneous adventure I just went on with one of my best friends and how when we are doing the right thing and when we go for our longings, even if they're little longings that are easy for us to reach for, when we are doing the right thing, the universe will put signs on our path that shows us we're in the right place at the right time. The universe continues to guide us, especially when we are open for the signs. So I hope this episode inspires you to go for something fun and exciting that you're longing for and to let go of control a little bit so that you're really able to listen. Sometimes in life, skepticism can serve you well. It can save you money, keep you from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, and help you avoid spreading gossip. To be honest, when I am faced with a new scenario, I usually tend to be a skeptic until something proves me wrong. And if you're like me, you can probably spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job. That's where ritual comes in. They know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Take two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption and you'll get nine key nutrients. Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. On top of that, Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I take my vitamins every morning with breakfast. It's part of my daily ritual and I feel so good doing it. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. Hello, 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 my most darling, cherished friend. How are you? Welcome back to the show. It's time for a brand new episode of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. I am speaking to you with the biggest smile on my face. I <laughs> I could just I could just sit here for an hour quietly smiling and that would be the podcast. I don't know if we've arrived at that level of <laughs> of telepathic like resonance between each other that we could just quietly sit and be present and breathe with each other and you would feel what I feel and know what I know. I don't know. I feel like, you know, community-wise we are going to end up there at some point <laughs> through this podcast. But I am just smiling so big. I just came back from a totally very spontaneous, impromptu 24-hour, maybe 36-hour vacation that I had with one of my best friends. And it's been so beautiful and completely, we didn't have a plan. We didn't know what we were doing. We just decided to go and kind of see where 
life would take us. We had one of those really silly and adorable and cute little little mini road trips, just exploring Sweden. Not not all of Sweden, just a tiny bit of Sweden. You know, Sweden is a huge country, but we had such a lovely time. And it was so filled with synchronicities. And you know, when you just, when you know you're on the right path, when life starts to give you a lot of little signs that you're doing the right thing, whatever you're doing, it's the right thing at that right time, and you're going in the right direction, and everything is unfolding the way it's supposed to unfold, that kind of feeling. I feel like when we are in those spaces, life tends to give us lots of signs to guide us on our path and to give us that little, you know, that little connection of, hey, you're you're on the right track right now. And this little mini trip was just so filled with wild and crazy synchronicities. It's been so beautiful. And now I literally just came home, walked through the door. And strangely, you know, we've been in so many beautiful places in the last 36 hours. And I come home and step out into my garden and Leia's there in her underwear, running around barefoot, blowing bubbles. And Dennis is working on this fence that we're putting up in the garden. And I just overlooking the water and the sunlight flowing in. And I just had this overwhelming full body. Thank you. I just, I feel, I feel so grateful in my, in my whole entire body. And now I get to sit here with you and share. So before I, um, yeah, before I dive into my little storytelling and, and sharing of the day, let's take a moment to to ground. Yeah, let's, let's. I've been on the road for a bit. I, I could use it. And wherever you are in your day right now, I'm sure you could too. So let's place our hands just somewhere on our bodies right now. You can just close your eyes if you like, and then intuitively feel what is a part of your body that you would like to connect to right now. For me, I just automatically placed both palms of my hands on top of my heart, right at the middle of my chest. But maybe you want to wrap your arms around yourself and just kind of give yourself a hug or place your hands on your head or on your feet or in your lap or on your belly. Any place is a good place and trust in your intuition right here. Just make that connection, physical, energetic, emotional to yourself. And let's take a deep, full breath in through the nose. Open the mouth, exhale. We'll do that twice more. Full, deep breath in. And a full, deep breath out. Last one, deep inhale. Exhale to let go. And bring your breath back in through the nose. And just take a moment here. Yeah, not doing anything complicated right now. Nothing special or specific that has to happen in this moment other than you taking some space here to connect with your own body, to sense into your own being, to feel into your heart, into your breath. Just checking in with yourself, giving yourself a moment of embodied presence here 
to ground into this moment. Hmm. If you like, you can stay just like this, just in this place of connection. Eyes can stay closed. Or if you want, you can blink your eyes open. Just take a moment to orient yourself a little bit. Staying this present. See if it's possible to remain just as present in your body, even if you do blink your eyes open. Taking everything in. And as you open your eyes, whatever you are looking at, I hope you find something beautiful to rest your eyes on. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm looking at so many beautiful things, big things, little things. I have my little tea table set up here in the room where I record this show every week. And I like to keep my tea stage set. So I have this beautiful little tea set up with my handmade teapot and bowl and little tea scoop that's from this old, old cherry tree. And then this water bowl that I use, this this water discard bowl for the ceremony that I actually made myself, which is so <laughs> crazy. We went to a pottery course or pottery class a couple of weeks ago, Leah, Dennis and I, and had so much fun and got to pick up our bowls and they are actually so precious so beautiful and one of them i'm using in ceremony now which feels amazing but the thing that really warms my heart about what i'm looking at is on top of that bowl leia has placed like a like a handmade little card i i (laughs) i just came home i just like you know had 15 minutes to ground with her and put her to bed and now i'm sitting here so i i don't know what this card is if it's a if it's a gift or if it's a drawing or something she's placed in this bowl. And um, and if I look outside right now, I mean, it's really late in Sweden. It's, it's almost, it's 9 p.m. here. And of course, the sun is still very high. You know, that golden hour that you get right before, right, right before sunset, when everything becomes really golden and beautiful. In Sweden, that hour happens very late. You know, sometimes it's like, it's 10 p.m. and now it's getting a little darker every day, which is which is crazy. But after summer solstice here, the days get just a tiny bit shorter. And um, we're about just approaching that golden hour right now. 
and the lake is just glittering in the background through the pine trees and the light just looks looks magical it is a beautiful time to <laughs> beautiful moment to be alive in so these past couple of days where do i begin i want to begin with some herbs that's where i want to begin i have of course, you know, I am totally immersed in, in gardening. I am definitely deeply contemplating if I should change the name of everything I do from yoga girl to garden girl or <laughs> something else. I am definitely, definitely, especially on social media these days, giving way more gardening and nature content than I'm giving yoga content. And that's just where I am in my life. But I have, of course, I'm spending so much time in the garden and growing foods and growing vegetables and, and, and all the things. And we have been picking lots of berries over the past week. The red currants finally are really ripe now. So it's not just like, you know, getting one here and there, waiting for them to ripen and be ready, but it's it's season now. And we have tons of strawberries and and um, just so much uh, so much abundance in the garden. But I have been really into foraging for medicinal herbs lately. Uh, it's something I've been really interested in for a long, long, long time. I mean, what, what really shifted for me, I think my big awakening when it comes to herbalism um, and foraging happened a year ago when we came to Sweden and really started setting our roots here for the first time in a long time because I got to reconnect with the plant world in a way that I truly know. But also living in Aruba and, you know, since I became interested in, in any form of healing, I've always been interested and drawn to natural and holistic forms of healing. So learning more about which kinds of herbs and roots and plants and flowers that are good for certain things. And if Leia is ever sick, I always go for a natural remedy first before I turn to anything allopathic and same for myself. But over the past couple of weeks... I have been just so, had a huge, very heart-opening awakening with a few very specific herbs that I've been, that I've been foraging for and connecting with and really, really diving into in a, in a major way. There's something about, there's something about the plant life in Sweden, I think because I'm Swedish and this is where I'm from and where I, where I grew up and where I was born, I feel a connection to certain plants here um, that I never did anywhere else. There was lots of beautiful things, of course, in Aruba as well that we would, not in the same way because not as much vegetation, you know, no forest, no, everything was, the climate was so different and so much more dry there. But there's medicinal, amazing medicinal, medicinal plants in, in Aruba as well. But I never felt that heartfelt connection. Um, I guess because it's not, maybe it's because it's not in my ancestry. I was more into, you know, mango season was always amazing in Aruba. And I fought so hard to grow my own papaya trees and these little cactus fruit we would we would go picking for every time we walked the dogs and, you know, little exciting things, but not as much, you know, medicinal stuff. Um, and I didn't really know anybody who was doing that on the island, although I'm sure, of course, you know, every culture, every culture has its medicine, women and witches. And in Aruba, I just never, I just never met anyone. But so here, over the past few weeks, I have been foraging specifically for herbs that I know. 
And I've had a few big moments where I I made a connection with an herb and I just, and I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop talking about it. I can't stop photographing it. I can't stop picking it, foraging it, looking for it in different places, researching it, listening to podcasts about it. And one of those flowers or one of those herbs is yarrow. I've been very, very... I feel like I have found a friend in Yarrow. Yarrow in Swedish, if any Swedish people are listening now, um, is Rolleka, the Intehundkeks. <laughs> we have a lot of, there's a lot of similar plants to Yarrow. Yarrow is the Rolleka. It's like, it's this white flower. It looks a little bit like Queen Anne's lace. There's a lot of other plants, like wild carrot and what, well, there's like a hemlock that's poisonous that is also really similar in Swedish, there's also hundkeks and other things that are poisonous that look similar to this flower, to this plant. But if you find the right one and you know know how to identify it really well, it's a really medicinal, really medicinal herb. And they grow everywhere here. They're generally really white, but they can also be pink and dark pink. And Leia's been finding some really, really pink ones, which feels really beautiful. And they are good for so many things. Mainly they are such an immune booster. Um, they're also really good for wounds. And if you ever cut yourself and you have yarrow around, which for me strangely happens in the garden all the time, um, they're just good for a variety of, of different things. I, I, if you feel drawn to it, you should definitely do your own your own research. But so I've been picking tons of yarrow and I keep finding more and more yarrow. And I really want to have a lot of it on hand for wintertime. So I've been filling and just packing my dehydrator with with yarrow and I store them in really big glass jars. And then every single morning when I wake up, I walk into the garden and I just find some wild yarrow somewhere. I put it in a pot and I put hot water on top and I drink like I've been doing that before I drink coffee or anything else. Um, in the day, Leia had a little bit of a cough a couple of days ago. I gave her yarrow tea a couple times a day. She really enjoys it. It has this very... It's really tasty. It's not at all hard to hard to drink. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But anyways, I've been just dehydrating a lot of yarrow in my dehydrator. And I have one of these really big ones that you stack. If you don't know what a dehydrator is, it's basically an electric oven where you can heat things and dry things out on a really low temperature. So you're able to preserve all the nutrients and vitamins and minerals of whatever you're drying. And you do it over a low, long period of time. You don't have to do it that way. You can use your oven on the lowest setting and just stick a little wooden like spatula through the opening of the, of the door, of the oven door, so that you really have low heat. And you can do it that way too. You can hang dry. There's lots of ways. You can put them on screens and stuff. But I've been using the dehydrator. And the second round of, of yarrow flowers that I did, I was really struggling. Like both times I was struggling with the dehydrator because the, the, the yarrow flowers are tiny, tiny, tiny. 
tiny little white like clusters of flowers and they would get stuck in the netting of the dehydrator of the of the shelving in there so I would end up losing tons of petals and flowers they would end up on the bottom of the dehydrator which got really messy and I was just like oh I want to find a more just an easier more natural like non-electricity way where I can quickly dry herbs that I'm that I'm working with so I started googling I'm just Googling like ways to dry herbs and traditional ways and just some folk history in Sweden. Like what would people do hundreds of years ago? And I found this amazing, I mean, amazing. It, it's like, it looks like a piece of art, herbal drying rack, which is basically, it's seven or eight layers, I think. And it's made with bamboo, but like a pleated, um, woven kind of natural material plates basically almost like big flat baskets like harvesting harvesting plates that you can find but there's racks of them and on the very bottom it's a really big one and then it gets smaller and smaller as you go up and it's just so so gorgeous and I was like okay I have to find this I don't know who, it was from this tiny little obscure corner of the internet some like the website was not super high tech. And, you know, it was kind of clear, like, this is just like some handcraft, like some person making this by hand somewhere. But it was a Swedish website. So I ordered it. And then two days ago, it arrived at the house. And I was so excited to put it together. And it arrived with no instruction. It was deassembled. I had to assemble it myself. But there was no information, no pictures. You know, normally when you get something that you're putting together yourself, you can there's like pictures of here's ABCD, how you do it, or there's a video online you can find. And this was like, there was nothing. It was just, <laughs> just these, these drying plates and then a bunch of sticks and then a bunch of bigger sticks that you were supposed to like stick together somehow to, to assemble this beautiful looking thing. And, uh, and then some writing, you know, there was some writing just in Swedish of like stick a whole, stick one <laughs> put a stick in, in a hole and then another stick in another hole and then connect them somehow. But like, I had a hard time figuring it out. I'm, I'm terrible at, like, give me an Ikea furniture and I will sweat bullets. Like, that is just my least, least, my worst quality is just figuring stuff, stuff, stuff like that out. Even the simple stuff. I just, I hate it. So anyway, I was trying to put this thing together that I was so excited about. And then the sticks felt like they weren't the right size and I think I was doing it right, but I just was trying to like squeeze them together and I fucking broke one and I just got it in the mail and it was like kind of expensive. It was handmade and one of those little sticks that came with like, I don't know, 30 different sticks, one of them broke. And I was like, okay, I'm sure I can put this together anyway. So I worked at it, was able to assemble it, even though one of the things broke, but I knew it was broken. And it's like, I, you know, that feeling if you buy something you really love and then you mess it up, that feeling of, oh, like I really, oh, I had this little, oh, I wish I could just, maybe I can call them and ask them if I can just buy one of those tiny little sticks for this herbal drying rack and they can send me one. I didn't have time. I was like, I'll do that later because we were just, we were about to eat or, or something. And then as I was throwing that box away or putting all that stuff away, there was a little leaflet that fell out that was like, visit our physical store. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is like somewhere way up north, I'm sure. Like it just how how the whole thing, how the website looked, it just felt like a northern Swedish kind of thing. I'm like, I'm never going to end up there. You know, I just, I threw the leaflet or I put it in the recycling bin. I was like, okay, 
Anyway, but I started drying yarrow, like my next batch immediately of that evening of yarrow. I was just putting on these racks. It looks really beautiful. I feel like they're going to dry just in a perfect cluster. They're not going to break apart. It's perfect for what I what I needed to do. So the next morning, Dennis and I had, we'd promised Leia to go to the amusement park in downtown Stockholm. In downtown Stockholm, there's this beautiful amusement park called Gröna Lund, which Like generally, when you think of amusement parks, you don't think quaint and cute and and cultural and historic and beautiful. But this really is a beautiful place to go. It's nothing like a Six Flags or something like that. Like it's very, because it's so old and it's been in Stockholm forever, it's all open air and outdoors. And um, it is really, really quaint and really cute. And they have a lot of really amazing concerts all throughout the summer like the pixies are playing there this summer Dennis and I really want to go John Legend is playing there next week like it's just a cool place to go and we'd promised Leia to go and me and a friend of mine we'd been kind of playing around with this idea of like whenever we have a little bit of space in our schedules we should just get in the car just pack pack a little overnight bag get in the car and just drive and do a little road trip not too far away, but just like see where we end up and see if we can just take like 24 hours to to have some fun, you know. And Dennis just spent the weekend at a triathlon. He just had like four days away. So we wake up in the morning. Leia wants to go to the amusement park. And I'm like, I'm going to pack my overnight bag so that if if that aligns, because maybe we have maybe today's the day we can go. Right. So I had my stuff ready in the car, but we didn't have any plan other than we're taking Leia to the amusement park. That's it. So we go, we have a really fun time. Of course, it's really intense and overwhelming like to be with the kids. I mean, it was so much fun. She's now at the age where she can do some of the kind of intense rides. Like the peak of what I will do at that park, she can now do. I no longer do the big like, you know, death fall where you fall from the sky or where you go upside down or like none of that stuff. That is just not I have submitted like I have just admitted defeat like that's not for me anymore. I feel like I get vertigo looking at that stuff like that's it. And there's a few other like medium rides that are really intense where I'm scared where I feel like this is crazy and she's now tall enough to go. So we did those and they just had so much fun. I mean, she was just peak, peak excitement, peak joy. She could have stayed there. She would have gone back in the same ride 100 times. And I can remember that feeling, being little, just like losing it (laughs) at the park, you know. So anyway, we finished. It was like 3.30 or 4. And then my friend calls. She's like, okay, I can go. Like, let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. And we had no plan. So I just literally, I just opened Google Maps and I put... Kurort, which is a really um, beautiful Swedish word. Kur, kura, it's like an old word for healing. And back in the day, there used to be lots of these. Usually they're centered around the spring, like a spring of, of fresh spring water. Um, little hotels or little hostels sometimes even where you could go. Like if you were sick, you would go there and you would rest and you would go in the sauna and you would swim and you would drink from the spring and you would feel better. That was like a common practice back in the day. And now it's a little bit different, but some in some places, those those kinds of places still exist. So I found this little hotel. It was like an hour and a half or two hours away from Stockholm, not far at all, on the ocean. So not on the lake side, but on the ocean side of, 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 of the side of the Baltic Sea. And 
We've never been. I have no idea what it's like. Maybe it's terrible. Maybe it's amazing. We don't know. I just booked it, called them and asked if they had a room. They said they did. And then I picked her up and we went, you know, and we get there and it was so, so beautiful. So different from, I mean, we live on a lake here, but the, the, just the climate, the nature, even just driving two hours away because it's, it's another kind of coast, another side of the coast, so much more arid and um, more cliffs with, um, you know, you get that kind of moss in Swedish, we call it laven, like not in lav instead of mossa. It's like the kind of moss that's very, very dry and super, super short. And there's lots of big pieces of seaweed that float in the sea. Of course, it's the sea. It's like a brackish sea. Um, so it's salty air. It's just a whole different energy there. And we had a delicious dinner and drank some wine and went down to the sea and just went from the sauna to the sea, to the hot tub, to the sauna, to the sea, to the hot tub, and just did that rotation just all night. It was so lovely, really, just talking, talking, just having like a girl's night. It was it was really so much fun. And then the next day, we have breakfast, we get in the car, we have no idea where we want to go at all. So we just look at the map. And we didn't even know, are we going to stay away another night? Like we, we could go south, we could go north, like we could go any direction. And it's been so long since I traveled that way. I feel like I spoke about this on one of the podcasts a couple of weeks ago, just this yearning I've had to have a little bit more of the unknown. When I travel, you know, that feeling you would have 20 years ago going on a trip when you didn't have the internet at your disposal at all times, when you didn't know exactly everything that was going to happen or every place that you would find. And we really did that yesterday. We didn't look up places and then decide to drive to them. You know, we would just like find a general area or choose a direction on the road and then go there. And then as we would find a sign pointing for something, we would just follow that sign and let's see, like, where did that take us? And sometimes we'd turn off the road and there was a sign for something and then it was just closed or it didn't exist. And then we would turn back and keep going. But sometimes we just end up at like a really, a really amazing, awesome place. Like all of a sudden we end up at Tora Stenstrand, which is it's a rock beach. And it's the one place in this whole part of Sweden where you can surf. Um, and I've, I've heard of this place a lot. Obviously, Dennis surfs and we have a lot of friends who surf. And if you want to go wave surfing in, in Sweden, this is the one place you go. But it's cold water. You need to, swim, you need to surf in a wetsuit, of course, all of that. But we end up there. The beach was beautiful. It was cold, like it was a cold day and just kind of rainy. But it was really beautiful, really different. Got to pick some really precious rocks for Leia. She has a rock collection that is just out of this world. And then I see a little sign for ceramics. It's just like a like a pottery sign. Just follow the the road, and you end up at at this like little pottery place. So we just follow the signs. End up at some woman's. I think it's her home. And she comes outside, and she's like, "Welcome!" And she opens her studio, and she makes these amazing things. And she had her grandchild there, and she's like, "This is my apprentice. She's learning." And we're looking at her stuff. She had. Super beautiful things, big bowls that looked like rocks. And she had vases that looked like birch stumps. Like it was really beautiful, her stuff. And then the old woman goes, well, Rachel, come here. Let's, let's, let, 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 let's go be over here now. And I'm like, Rachel, like Rachel in Swedish is not Rachel. Rachel in Swedish is Rakel. It's spelled R-A-K-E-L. I have one of those names that just 
translates differently in every language. Like in France, you would say Rachel. Um, in Spanish, you say Raquel. Like it's always, it just changes with the languages. And uh, my birth name is Raquel, which is R-A-K-E-L. And I, I changed it to Rachel when I was like 11 or, or 12, I think, when we were traveling a lot. And I liked, I liked the English pronunciation better. I just, I just thought it was cooler. But the Swedish spelling is really beautiful. But it's a really uncommon name. I never, ever meet a Rakel, like in Sweden, never. I mean, it doesn't happen at all, at all, never, never. I, I don't think I've ever just randomly met a person with the same name as I. I've met many Rachels in my life. Obviously, Rachel, especially in the States, is like a common name. But Rakel, it's really uncommon. And this little girl, her name was was Rakel. And I'm like, I'm like, you're, you're Rakel? And she was like, yes. She was like seven years old, maybe. And I'm like, I'm, I'm Rockel too. I got so excited. And then the the her grandma was, oh, are you the Rockel who teaches yoga? And I was like, yes, that's me. She says, oh, how lovely. And, you know, and I, it was so, so sweet. Like just a little moment of synchronicity with this grandmother and her grandchild there in her, in the middle of nowhere. Like we didn't, we were in the middle of the woods just by this beach where people go surf. It was really, really, really cute. And as we're driving away, we just drive through these beautiful forests and we're driving on this big kind of highway, big road. And my friend Michaela goes, she's like, I feel like, I feel like there's mushrooms in here. Like this looks like a mushroom forest. I just, I just know it. And I'm like, well, let's just, let's, let's stop. Like, let's just, let's go. So we just stop the car right at the side of the road. It's pouring rain. We just walk through the woods. <laughs> for mushrooms we have nothing we didn't have rain clothes we had flip-flops on like just i have birkenstocks she had flip-flops on and uh, nothing to even i'm like even if we say we find a bunch of mushrooms we have nothing to put them in like we have no bucket or basket or bag or anything we're just like walking aimlessly through these strange woods and i look down and the whole forest floor is covered in blueberries the whole forest floor where we live, there's no blueberries. We have not a single, the blueberries are not even, they're like a month away. Easy. I mean, they're far, far from being ready. And this whole entire forest was bursting with huge, big, fat, plump, dark blue blueberries that were so ripe and so ready. So we got to just squat down and just like fill, <laughs> stuff our bellies with the first blueberries of the season which is so special when you find the first blueberry of the summer that's so special and it really felt like a synchronistic moment for us to kind of yeah to end up there we had so many of those little moments where we would just like I'm not looking at the map or at the road or anything and we just turn and then realize we were on the right path because we turned because we saw some random sign for like a little garden or or a little store or whatever and all along the road we kept finding little like farm stores where they had cute little handcrafted stuff and lots of organic vegetables. It was just such so quaint. It was so beautiful. And then we got hungry and we saw a sign for waffles, like Swedish waffles, like this way. And we're like, okay, we'll follow that, see where that takes us. Maybe they have like a whole menu. I don't know. And then we end up by this sign for this little, just the name of a place. I forget the name now. But Michaela goes, wait, I know that name. I know this place. And I'm like, how, how do you know? We're in the middle of nowhere. Like, I have no idea where we are. How do you know this place? And she goes, there's a place on Instagram I follow that has this name. And I'm like, why? 
why we are like, we have no idea where we are. Why would you be following someone on freaking Instagram out here in the middle of nowhere? She pulls up her Instagram and she's like, there's a really famous restaurant here. <laughs> I'm like, what the? No, no. We follow it and we end up at like a biodynamic farm that also has a restaurant attached to it. And they're playing reggae music. There's a fire, like a big wood fire pizza oven. And they have this menu that is just like out of this world. It's like if I would have just dreamed up the most amazing thing to get to have for lunch in the middle of nowhere on this weird road trip we're doing, like this is what I would have imagined. Like it was just, it was, it was unbelievable. So it's pizza with edible flowers and all of their like homegrown greens and spring onion. And there was a pizza with like a bunch of different kinds of, it sounds going to sound super weird. It was like the most amazing thing I've ever had. It was a bunch of different kinds of lettuces on top of the pizza with furikake, you know, the, the seaweed like spice on top. It sounds super weird. It was amazing. Unbelievable. So, 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 so good. And then they had, this is also weird, we've been talking, another herb we've been talking about so much and that I'm really into is a, is lovage. In Swedish, it's called libstika. It's this, it's this herb that back in the day, they used to plant at the side of houses to protect from evil spirits. Like it's, it's an old Swedish, Northern European thing where they, this, this is like a plant that would protect against, against darkness, against evil forces. So you find them a lot in old, like in old gardens. And my dad planted one here, like next to my grandpa's old house. And I asked him about it. I'm like, we have this huge lovage plant up there, like by by, by, by my grandfather's old house. Uh, you know, is that like, how did that? He's like, I planted that. That's for good energy. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, yeah, that protects from, from bad spirits. Don't you know that? And I'm like, I... Well, I knew that, but I didn't know you had planted something because of that. Like that's, that's, that's crazy. That's amazing. Okay. But it's this herb. It can grow super tall. You can use it. It, it smells almost like stock, like a veggie stock. Like you can use it to make soup. You can use it as celery. You can use it for tons of stuff. And Michaela, my friend, she'd been, I think a, she, she'd been to some party or like a bachelor party bachelorette party or wedding or some kind of trip where they went to a really beautiful place, like a like some kind of beautiful farm place in Sweden, where they served cinnamon buns, but in place of cinnamon, they had lovage, which sounds really bizarre because it's a savory, really savory, celery-like herb. Like it sounds really bizarre. And she told me, she was like, I had these buns. It was the best. It was the best, like one of the best things I've ever had in my life. It was so delicious. We have to try to make it because she knew we had this um, there's this big plant over here. And what's on the menu at this restaurant in the middle of nowhere? Lovage buns with, you know, homebrew, like with just like a good cup of coffee. And we just sat there eating these amazing, it tastes so good. It tastes a little bit cardamom-like when it's mixed with sugar, when it's sweet. And now I know my next little project is going to be to make lovage sugar so I can make my own homemade lovage buns because they were so, 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 so good. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. 
Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. It was just so beautiful to just like every step of the way of this little trip felt divinely guided somehow that to travel without a goal, without an end destination, without having to get to a certain place on time, without having to figure stuff out, without having to read a map, you know, just traveling a little bit aimlessly. It was really, really, really special. But here's the kicker. Okay. We have this beautiful trip. We're going from place to place. We get to this restaurant biodynamic, really nice pizza, lovage bun, coffee place. And then we don't know where to go from there. Like we just, we're just following the road, but we know we have to kind of decide on a place-ish so that we can see if there's a place to stay. We don't know if we're going to stay the night, but I have a podcast to record. Like this is today. I'm like, I need to either be like at a hotel or somewhere at some point so I can record the podcast. Or if we're going to go home, like if this is just a date, thing in just one night, then we got to start making our way home. But we need like a general area where we want to go. So we asked the woman, I think who owns the farm or who worked there. Um, and she recommends this little town. It's like super tiny. And we know this town because it's a town where they do a lot of organic farming, like a lot of vegetable farming. There is a like a nature kind of school or university there. There's lots of education for gardeners. Like, you know, we, we kind of have heard of this area, but we've never been. So we decide, okay, that sounds cool. She's like, it's really beautiful. They have these amazing gardens you can walk. And there's a little hotel there in town if you want to check it out. It's cute. So we say, okay, let's go toward that place that she said. And we drive. It's half an hour or 40 minutes away. I And I kind of don't even know which direction. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, are we going further from Stockholm? We're closer. Like, it doesn't matter. We're still in Stockholm close proximity. Like, we haven't gone very far. And we get there, follow a sign and then another sign and then end up at this little, like, what was the sign? It was like culture home or culture house, gardens, store, restaurant. I'm like, oh, there's a little center here for a bunch of stuff. And they have this amazing rose garden that's planted in a maze. So we were just like wandering around this little garden and just so many different varieties of roses. The whole place smells like heaven. It just felt so purposeful. I'm like, I don't even care where we end up from here. If it's just these roses, like this is it. How beautiful is this? And then we see the sign for the store. Like, well, let's go. Let's go check out the store. And I look at the sign. I'm like, I feel like I know... I feel like I recognize this. I wonder if this is like a famous place. Like, I feel like I recognize this name. I don't know what it is, but it, I, I feel like I recognize it somehow. And I go inside and okay, like close your eyes and imagine the most hippie, new agey, super organic, like medicinal, natural herb, like Waldorfy. It was very Waldorfy, <laughs> crystal shop of all time like it's just the it's just like all all of my dreams come true like in a store basically 
it's all natural handmade skincare and herbs and crystals and jewelry and yarn and books and it's just so amazing and we look at each other we're like holy shit this is like the holy grail of stores for us to go into we love this shit we go inside and I'm like the first thing I see as I go inside is the herbal freaking drying rack (laughs) that I bought that I tore open the day before and broke and I'm like this is this is super trippy wait no no way. Guess where they make the herbal rack at that place? That's the lady. (laughs) Of all the places in all of Sweden, we could have ended up, we end up at the store where this lady makes, hand makes these herbal drying racks. And I just like, and there's this old lady standing at the registry, like this beautiful, I don't know, maybe in her 70s with white hair, just, I'm like, excuse me, I have to just, like, like I'm so sorry. Like, do you you make these herbal drying, rac- drying racks here? She says, yes, they're from here. Aren't they special? And they're so beautiful. And I go, I bought one online. I've never heard of you. I don't know, like, I've never heard of the store. I've never been to this town before. I don't even know where we are. I bought one online super, super randomly, opened it and one of the sticks broke. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, and that was yesterday. And then we're just driving aimlessly and we arrive here and I'm, and I'm do you by chance have a stick <laughs> that I can buy? And this woman goes, but that is so synchronistic. Oh my goodness. So you didn't you didn't try to get here? You didn't come here to to find another stick? And I'm like, no. Like we were just, it's so, so, so. I mean, it was so meant to be, obviously. And she goes in the back and she gets me the stick I need that I had broke. I had taken a picture of it so like I could show her which one I needed because I thought at some point when I'm back or whatever when I have time, I'm going to email them and see if they can make me one or send me one or I can buy one or whatever. And I just end up there. And this lady was so sweet. And they also sold, which I find just, I mean, highly, highly exciting, um, apple ring drying racks, which like to go with the herbal drying rack. I mean, this is the most hippie shit you've ever heard of. But it's basically sticks on a rack that hold in a certain way where when you've harvested tons of apples, you just slice them up. Like, you know, you core them and you slice them up and then you hang them to dry and you have <laughs> apple rings. And we have, you know, hundreds of apple trees here on this property. So I've been thinking for a long time, what are we going to do with all the apples this year? We have so many apples to take care of and I want to I want to preserve as many as I can. So I walk out of this this random place with a stick for my drying rack and an apple ring. <laughs> Handmade apple ring. Briar. I mean, it was just so, 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 so funny. And then to cap off like the to close the trip, you know, we leave there, we, we didn't find any good place to stay. And we decide, you know what, like, let's just loop this up. We go back, we go back home. This was a perfect 24 hour thing for us. It's just so perfect. On the way home, we find a sign. It just says garden. And I'm like this, let's just see. Let's see what this is. I just have a feeling like on our way home. We drive in and it's yet another just super cute little farmer, you know, little store wherever. Yeah, similar to the first hippie store, but more vegetables, like it was an actual farm. And they had beautiful flowers that they sold, flower bouquets from homegrown and 
just really beautiful flowers that they sold. We go inside. I buy some bread. I buy some carrots and some tomatoes. And like now that I knew we were going home, I just bought a lot of vegetables that I could take home. And as we go in the car, Michaela's like, there's a sign there that says flower garden. And like we didn't, we didn't go, let, let's go look, let's go look at what that is. And we walk in and it's all plants for sale. And it's all, it's all the medicinal herbs that I spent the past couple of weeks researching. Like I, I have been, there's so many herbs, so many plants that I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't plant earlier on in the season. So I have all of these beds. I was even telling her, we were driving in the car and I said, I have 17 garden beds and three of them are full of cabbage. <laughs> three of them are full of, of cauliflower and red cabbage and Brussels sprouts. They take up so much space. They take so much space to grow. Like you they become humongous. And I know we're going to so enjoy them. And I know future Rachel is going to be so excited to harvest her first head of cabbage. But I'm kind of kicking myself because I wish I had more space in the garden to plant medicinal herbs. Like there's specific ones I really want. Like I would love some wormwood. I would love some mugwort. I would love some echinacea. I would love comfrey. I would love more calendula. Like I wish I had more chamomile. Like I just have herbs I really really wish I had space for and I didn't I didn't ha I didn't buy the seeds for them because when I started the garden all I was thinking was food I was just thinking vegetables and things you can harvest and eat and now I'm so excited about medicine that I don't have any space so then you know I could squeeze in another bed like I could but anyway I was actually contemplating pulling out some cabbage just so I have space and I still have one bed I can I have some space in one um, and we end up in this place and it's all, they have all those plants, all of them. They have every plant that I was like hoping, wishing I had planted weeks ago, months ago. And they just, they have them all for sale, super cheap. I mean, a couple dollars per plant. They were huge ones. I mean, I even found some sage that I've been looking for, like a really big blue sage plant. Just, it was so, it was so perfect. Okay, so we got in the car, car full of just organic vegetables and medicinal plants. And I found a really beautiful harvesting basket, a really big one I've been looking to get. And then I get to go home and, you know, I drop Mikhail off at home. She lives downtown and I drive home out to the lake to where we live. I park the car and there is my little, <laughs> you know, half naked five-year-old barefoot in the garden blowing bubbles and my husband putting up a fence you know <laughs> and my garden bed is just waiting for me to put these medicinal plants in and I don't know this whole thing I know it's all little things right it's not like I had a, a, a mind-blowing life-changing you can't believe it you know heaven opened up and did this thing but to me these small moments of synchronicity have such a huge meaning aside from the fact that it's really cool and really amazing and a fun you know people would call it a fun coincidence when you having something like that happen where you just end up at that place that I was looking you know it's to me it's it's the big 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 picture sign that I'm doing the right thing that this journey I'm on that is so connected to nature, this journey of growing foods and plants and things and this journey of medicine and 
medicine and food and food as medicine and nature as medicine and as life is where I'm meant to be. And I was just talking about having one of those trips without a plan, without internet, without knowing. And and then I, I got to have that just like this. And I feel so unbelievably blessed and like I am so on the right path and on the right track. And it's also, if I didn't act on that longing to have a bit of a journey, to have a little bit of an adventure, you know, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be sitting here right now feeling all of these things. And I wouldn't have a fridge full of organic produce. (laughs) And it's all produce I'm not growing, by the way. And huge tomatoes, which I, my tomatoes are not ready yet. And, you know, a whole crate of medicinal herbs that I get to immediately following this podcast, go outside and, and put in the earth. So whatever little longings you're sitting with right now, because this longing for me wasn't a big, huge, hard, inaccessible, life-changing longing. It was, uh, this trip we just took was very easy to make happen. It was 24 hours of my time. It was just choosing to travel in a different way. It was opening up to a little bit more freedom and trust and looking at our phones less than we normally would and having less of a plan and going with the flow and And I think these kinds of experiences are available to us. Like if we want a life that feels more like freedom, we have to let go of control a little bit more. And if you're sitting with one longing right now of something you want to do or you want to create or you want to invite or experience, take the first step, you know, go for that thing and then let go of the outcome and trust that if it's the right journey, the universe will put all of these signs on your path and you're going to end up in some really cool places along the way. I uh, am definitely 1000% going to do a, a podcast episode just talking more about medicinal herbs and natural medicine just from my own experience and what I am doing now in this moment because I feel like there's so much opening up in that area for me and a lot of learning and a lot of a lot of exploration to do and also a lot of healing there and uh, I have a feeling I have a feeling natural medicine interests you too just a hunch just a hunch I am uh, wishing you the most beautiful rest of this week have a wonderful day go do something amazing Go do something fun. Go do something that feels a little closer to freedom and trust that life takes you where you're supposed to go. I'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy the show, make sure you listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes of the Yoga Girl podcast, Conversations from the Heart. Available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you normally get your shows. Of course, thank you to my sponsors. Make sure you support them the way they support this podcast. This was a presentation of Cadence 13 Studio, and I'll see you next week.